up, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Strange or Could Be Arranged. This week on the podcast, I'm going to be discussing conspiracy theories. Insert Twilight Zone music here, honey. (laughs) It might be a little spooky, I guess, but I did record this episode around Halloween time. So grab a snack, do whatever you got to do, get some tea, some water, go pee. I don't care. Let's talk about it. So before we get into it, I just want to remind you that I am on social media with this podcast and you can follow on Instagram at strange or could be arranged one word. You can also follow on Twitter at strange or arranged. You can email me at strange or arranged at email or oops, sorry, at (laughs) gmail.com. If you would like to email me about anything you hear on this podcast, if you want to hear something specifically, um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, send those over. I might hit you back. That would be dope. Um, If you also want to want to donate to a better podcast experience, which is much obliged always, you can donate on Cash App at Cash App dollar sign strange arranged one word all lowercase and uh, I thank you. (laughs) Cool. So let's get into this episode. Like I mentioned, we are going to be talking about conspiracy theories and some things that I find intriguing and that have just come up on my radar as of late. Um, I don't know how you're feeling. It is, at the time I'm recording this, it's kind of Halloween season. So what a perfect time to get into some interesting, thought-provoking topics. <clears throat> so first, I want to start with the idea of reincarnation, um, which, you know, I guess would make sense. You know, we start fresh with reincarnation, so why not start with this topic first? <laughs> you feel me? So in terms of this, um, I I think a lot of different things when it comes to being reincarnated and just like energy transfer and, you know, what actually happens when our physical presence is not available to the earth anymore. Where do we go? Do we go anywhere? Do we just biodegrade? I don't know. So let's talk about it. Also, let me know how you feel because I am intrigued. Henny. So when it comes to reincarnation, um, there are a lot of theories out there. But one I heard recently definitely sparked my attention because it was it was involving the concept of instead of there being this like refractory period in, I guess, the end of your life or like with you know with your soul your spirit whatever you like to believe if you believe anything other than our physical that on your way out we all hear people think you know discussing on their deathbed the idea of a light at the end of a tunnel and then walking towards a light um, and always going down some kind of tunnel or some pathway some shrouded pathway that leads to a brighter um, facade that no one ever, you know, we don't get that far because if you've gone to the light, bitch, you're not coming back to tell me this story. (laughs) But what I heard recently correlates with that being, it, or, you know, it said 
that so this theory correlates with that idea saying that on your way out when you're on your deathbed you see that light you're walking towards it if you walk towards it and you continue to pass through that light what is on the other side is basically your rebirth into your new life now is your soul going to be transferred into that body i don't know i i would say i doubt it i think that's really complex and has to do with other dimensions and <laughs> different um uh realms and electromagnetic fields and things like such as we can talk about it but i'm not going to dive that deep into this right now but I think it's really interesting to think about like, whoa, like if, you know, we never get that answer, what is it? But like, what if your physical mind is leading you, leading your spirit away or giving your spirit a proper exit and guiding your physical into its next body through the birth canal? Child, I was like, this sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so into it. And people people always say that children are born with this innate, um, maybe not sixth sense, but clairvoyance, if you will. And that that kind of is diminished over time, depending on how much that is kept up. So we never know. Like, are you cognizant of you in the previous life when you are born? I guess we'll have to work out reading babies' minds now to figure that out. I don't know. This is so strange. But <laughs> that being said, that was a quick one. This is, you know, just incarnation. Start us off. Get our gears going. Warm us up on this topic of conspiracy theories. Uh, but with that, I want to also talk about genetic research. So going from death and birth and just human life in general... I was speaking to a friend earlier this week, and the topic of the government specifically, <laughs> our federal government, um, and just, you know, probably a lot of private science labs and practices out there that are actively using human DNA to, I guess, reproduce life, like clone. And my friend was super irked by that, like, y'all, like, this is something that we hear about, but like, is nobody really concerned about that? And y'all are really out here still taking these uh, Ancestry.coms and 23andMe's, but y'all must not be tripping about being cloned out here. And my thing is, if we're being cloned, what for? Can they, like, can they actually use my clone for some kind of, like, biological warfare? I don't know. When it comes to cloning, don't you, like, start fresh? <laughs> you would have to start from, like, the DNA. So you're not necessarily, like, Xenon, Xenon Warrior Princess um, style or whatever Disney format, just kind of, like, materializing a new person that's identical to you. You're essentially just growing a twin that is just brand new. And will have the same genetic makeup as you. Do y'all think the same? I don't know. Like, I really am so curious. I, this is something that I want to hear from y'all. Like, do you think if you are cloned, or when it comes to animals specifically, because I do do a lot of pet cloning, um, and they started with sheep a minute ago, do you think that we 
like have the exact same thought patterns and do you think that you know if they're not the exact same thought patterns do you think that a clone of ourselves would in turn make the same decision decisions in life if presented them in the same way to us i don't know so strange um but i know that there's definitely some kind of genetic research going on to whatever extent look I said they're cloning animals, so they've probably learned how to clone some kind of human and, you know, incorporated that with some kind of lab, petri dish child grown in an incubator outside of a human womb. I don't know. I, how does it get birthed? I don't know. Is it just, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many questions. <laughs> I need to talk to some kind of biologist. I need to talk to someone about this that is qualified on talking about genetics because it's a, such a strange topic but then when you bring in the fact that like oh I could know a hundred percent well maybe 99 percent of who I am genetically and ancestrally but in turn am I selling or not even selling because you're not getting anything but your report you're buying into them being able to use your DNA however they like. And I, so, okay, I'll say this. I have done the 23andMe report. Um, I know people that have done Ancestry. I know people that have done other ones. It's all up to you. If you've done it, cool, dope. If it's, you know, something that's intriguing to you, I would suggest it if you really just want to know, but it's not something that I think is necessary for everyone to do. Um, now, recently I signed into my 23andMe uh, online portal, and I was just going through some of the settings, just curious, seeing like what was there, what was in the semi-fine print, and baby girl, let me tell you, there was a whole check-off thing where it's like, you know, turn this on or off option, uh, for the allowing of them to use your DNA provided for your ancestry report for the same genetic research that I'm talking about now. Now, that was on. <laughs> Mind you, I took my report, or I took my test, like, years ago. So they, I took my genetic report with 23andMe, close to when 23andMe was just fresh out of the gate. So... It's been a while. They have probably definitely conducted some tests with my DNA, but I did turn it off. So my now thought is with that being off, do they just kind of cancel that? Do they like tank everything they've done with my DNA and say, oh, cool. Like it's, it's dope. We got a million others. So forget him. Let's go to the next. Or do they still keep my samples like cryogenically stored? Are they still, is there are they waiting for a potential for me to turn that back on and decide like, ah, oh, cool. Like I actually do want to be a part of this science experiment that I actually am nothing <laughs> in, involved with none of it. Um, and have only contributed something that is my entire physical makeup. <laughs> it is, it's just so wild when you talk about it. And I hope everything I said made sense. Cause that was like a, an utter stream of consciousness but I, I'm just perplexed and I want to hear more. I want to know more. I want to talk more to people about it, um, that have maybe different thoughts and 
let's see where it goes. So from genetics, let's jump on into another idea that mimics cloning, but the conspiracy that there are multiple realms, if you will, or let's say not a realm, but mm, let's say dimensions. So there is a conspiracy that I that was brought to my attention that would say we are living in our dimension, our three-dimensional world, our space, and around us and about us are different dimensions beyond our three-dimensional world. There is the fourth or er, four-dimensional world, I guess. I don't know. Somebody let me know. I hope I don't sound stupid, but <laughs> we might live in a four-dimensional world. But I have heard there is proof of a fifth dimension that we just can't experience because we are humans and we weren't made for that. But that being said, there if there is proof of the fifth dimension, there's probably dimensions beyond that. And in each dimension lives an identical uh, version of ourselves except we are not all living the same. It's not a mirror image of what we are. It's kind of just like it's us, but in the circumstances that we are living in, in that dimension. So I don't know. It's so strange. Like there's another me possibly in the fifth dimension that maybe can interact with me, but maybe can't, but is living in a way different way than I am. And it could be good or bad, but like I, we literally have zero connection, but it being like just, I guess, our dimensional mirror. I don't, it's, it's so strange. <laughs> and you might ask me, where am I finding this? Am I thinking of all of this and just saying, no, I, this is stuff. I'm online a lot and just reading a lot of kooky things because I am a nerd. <laughs> Snaps to nerddom. But I just, I really want to know so much. So I fall into these like internet holes that a lot of us probably fall into. And I just get to thinking and I, you know, have these mental notes, I have physical notes of just like, dog, <laughs> I need more information. I need somebody to break this down with me. What am I going to use this for? who knows? Who knows? This is for my own personal mental reserve and my library of useless information. But hey, I can say I know. And I think that's just a part of me wanting to know literally everything and will probably be learning to the day that I die. Because why not keep those brain juices young and flowing? And the more you know, the better. Look at the rainbow graphic. We all know it. <laughs> all right, moving on. I want to get into the pyramid. So this is probably one of the most common conspiracies out there that is just in our global forefront. How did <clears throat> not only the Aztec pyramids and other pyramids around the world get formed, but the ancient pyramids of Giza, how did those Egyptians do it? Did they do it by themselves is the biggest question. <laughs> uh, 
And I don't know what to believe because I don't have factual evidence. But what I can tell you is what I've heard. So there are studies that not only say that they had help with aliens, but that there was a trade of resources between these extraterrestrial beings and Earth. And that in turn with, or by us allowing them to use natural resources from the earth, they would provide these unearthly technologies and this global communication that we weren't allowed, that we just weren't able to do, humanly able to, you know, perform. So when it comes to the pyramids, you think, okay, so you would probably need a crane or something like that, or some kind of pulley and, you know, weight and lever system. They didn't have that. They like, this was so long ago, literally like beams ago (laughs) that they didn't have any modern technology that we have now, nothing near it. And mind you, the Egyptians were still them bitches they were doing the damn thing (laughs) they were the creators of all of it but did they have help were they being helped by these people of the stars these beings of the stars i don't know like did aliens tell them smudge coal around your eyes it not only would look fierce but it'll help with solar radiation and deflect those beings, like, what, like, did people, did we think of that, did, was that brought to us, anyway, back to the pyramids, so we're, you know, at the thought process of how were they even built, we didn't have, they didn't do that, blah, 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 all these blocks are so big, and we just, oh my gosh, I can't see, they're bigger than humans, nobody, like, girl, what, yeah, we're there, we're there, but also, what I feel like people rarely talk about is that these pyramids in Giza, three pyramids to be exact, um, are in exact alignment with, at the time, because the sky shifts, we are on a circular planet that, uh, or a spherical rather planet that circulates in a solar system. So things change <laughs> in the nerdy sense that we are just kind of moving all the time. Things aren't probably aren't accurate to this day, but at the time and based on star maps and whatever historical references, the tips of the pyramids were exactly aligned with three celestial points being the three stars that make up Orion's belt in the constellation Orion's belt, of course. And there, I don't know, I, have, I haven't really found any reasoning for why that would be. Uh, we can still see and marvel at Orion's Belt in the Sky most times, most places here in America, I'm sure. I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, but the fact that these pyramids were so evenly aligned, and I also hear like pyramids in Machu Picchu, are also the same like it's different types of pyramids different materials i'm sure different whole different civilizations but you have a very similar style of uh of structure and also similar alignment with 
celestial beings in the sky. Now, if that doesn't lead you to the thought that they had help from quote-unquote aliens, girl, I don't know what will. Like, it's crazy. And mind you, these stars, <laughs> these have been here since about 10,000 BC. That is before Christ, Tammy. So this is a long periodically time ago, <laughs> if you will. So, like, I just, I don't, like, I, where do we go from there? Not only are the pyramids just one big conspiracy of how they got built, but now they're aligned with stars in the sky that might be more evidence that, like, there was some kind of intergalactic communication. I have no clue. I've also heard that there's, like, drawings and um, runes and just, like, hieroglyph artwork, like, paintings, things that are in these pyramids and tombs that would suggest that there were, like, giant people, I'm using air quotes, people, giant beings, creatures that were working in tandem with them and, like, levitating rocks, if some people decide to interpret those <laughs> pictures like that, but like rocks levitating and things being moved without being touched. So were they really documenting like without some modern way of writing down or taking a picture or recording? Were they really just like documenting for us to know like, no, nah, this is really what was happening. Um, and we just like, I don't know. The tombs that have not been uncovered and that are still being researched and found, dug up today. Try, well, I don't know if you can really dig them up, but what's in those? If we uncovered some of those tombs and opened up one of those sarcophagi, sarcophagi I guess, is it sarcophagi or sarcophaguses? <laughs> I don't know. Food for thought. I'll Google it. But open up one of those tombs crack that bitch open like a fresh bottle and what pours out i gosh i don't know i don't know it's so strange like egyptians were just really on the next level <laughs> they were preserving bodies in tombs with herbs and stuff like they didn't have formaldehyde pumping through like vein systems like we do now they were using straight herbs and like bandaging to wrap and preserve the bodies and entomb them. Like what they were on the next level, their fascination with cats. What, what does that have to do? People always say cats are like these, you know, I don't know what kind of being spiritual, some kind of other dimensional beings, interdimensional maybe. So I don't know. The Egyptians were just on it before anybody. Um, and because of that, not only are black people on it all the time, we just are the answer. <laughs> just had to slip that in. Um, black Lives Matter and read a book, learn about it, know your facts. In conclusion, um, how do y'all feel about the conspiracies that I presented to you on this episode? 
if you feel some type of way, let me know. But also, I beg of you, <laughs> give me some new conspiracies to dive into. I really want to get weird and really just think about some things. So let me know. Um, you Like I said before, you can email me at strangeorarranged at gmail.com. You can send me a DM or a comment on Instagram at strange or could be arranged. You can DM me or tweet me at strange or arranged on Twitter. And if you really enjoy this podcast and you enjoy me and you appreciate me, like I appreciate you. Ooh, thank you for listening. <laughs> I would definitely appreciate a donation at Cash App. That is dollar sign strange arranged one word and all of those donations go directly into the production of this podcast and making it better and better and better all the time for y'all listeners because I enjoy talking to you (laughs) so you can expect this to be a weekly podcast and every blue moon I will be talking to guests to give me more insight on things like this that I really just want more insight on but may not feel qualified to speak about Today was different, honey. I just wanted to talk and let y'all know and maybe get y'all's opinions back. (laughs) So expect more great things. Uh, I look forward to giving you all great things and hearing feedback from y'all. Great, bad, I don't know. Um, Slide in my way. We'll see how I choose to interact with it. But until next time, this has been Strange or Could Be Arranged. I'm your host, Jason DeBattis. And I'll see you around somewhere. Out.